see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello. Hello. So uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. Yeah, but uh, I do have to let everybody know uh, we picked the wrong time to do this, of course. But as of this week, uh, you know, in the stacks is recorded in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you. Yep. We're like, what coronavirus? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, we've been trying to keep it as a secret, you know, this whole, you know, we were going to have move into the In the Stack studios. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we've got a big crowd here tonight. And, um, and a big show tonight. Yeah. So that's exactly when everybody starts dropping dead. Yep. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's your week to start. So, yeah. Uh, welcome to In the Stacks with... Barry and Latoya and of course I mean I, <laughs> yay thank you thank you thank you um so I had already put in what I'm titling today's episode because based on the things that we had started to pre-fill in our in our program guide it was centered around the coronavirus it's almost I think it'd be possible at this point for anyone to have a conversation and not include something about the coronavirus yeah, and, and in the ultimate, the poop just got real moment. Mm -hmm. The thing that just came across, breaking news, Disneyland closing. Wow. Yeah, you know it's serious if the mouse is closing. That's just, like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, the part of me is like, is this going to become some apocalyptic type of thing where, like, all of a sudden people won't be, you'll never, you won't see people outside and it's just this wasteland. And I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I, it's, I, I'm flabbergasted. My clients right now are in some cases where their, their clients are in the hospitality industry are of course making cuts and so I mean it's I think no matter what industry you're in it's ultimately gonna it's going to affect everyone in some yeah. way so One I mean I have clients who's already said we need to figure out a way to reduce basically what I make from her every month by half oh, wow yeah so it's you know I'm trying not to stress about it yeah um because I can't do anything about it at the moment because even as she says she's going to cut um, cut that down she's still sending me stuff to do so I'm like mm. <laughs> you know yeah. but it, it it's been frightening I mean I went to bed last night I remember as I was going to go to bed I saw it pop across my iPad that the NBA had had suspended its season and I was yeah. like oh shit here it starts and yeah. yeah sure enough you were the one this morning to tell me that um, you know, the world was falling apart. And for me, it was falling apart because you sent me the thing about the MLS 
suspending its season. Yeah. So it's, you know, which pisses me off because I was going to go get, I was going to get to see an Atlanta United game on Saturday and now no. Well, and I had already told you, you know, Arsenal, uh, their game, they were supposed to play yesterday and uh, Mm -hmm. their game was canceled because of the players had been exposed to of Olympias, which is a team they played in the, uh, um, the Europa League uh, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, he's come down with it now. So, yeah. That's just scary. The whole thing is is a bit odd. I mean, obviously, people in Hollywood um, are affected by it, most notably Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson. So yes. that's big news. You know, yeah. it's like, holy crap, what the hell? <laughs> um, and then various um, productions are being shut down. I know we kind of talked about it last week, but, you know, I think Riverdale has officially shut down production. I haven't yeah. spoken to my brother yet to see if the show he works on um, has been suspended yet. But I mean, with these big sports leagues already, mm-hmm. you know, saying, okay, we're going to stop. Well, they've already canceled the SEC basketball tournament. Yeah. That's just so crazy. I think the NCAA tournament, the March madness thing, I think they're talking about possibly playing, but playing, you know, with no fans. Yeah. With no fans. Yep. Um well, I'd kind of hope that that would ultimately be what happened with sports, that they wouldn't go so extreme to just cancel it completely. But, yeah. you know. But I, I know they, I mean, they lose so much money without people there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and it, since, you're, since you're intent on stealing, you know, everything from my – I'm not stealing everything. I'm giving you an opportunity to jump in and make the <laughs> but conversation then you're like, you're like more. it, you know. Um, so, yes uh, – <laughs> Tom Hanks is sick, but Daniel Radcliffe, there were rumors going around everywhere that he was sick. Really? A statement saying that he's not sick. Okay. He always looks sick. <laughs> um, that was that was his statement. And he's like, I always look sick. And um, but yeah, he's everybody was just very afraid because there are pictures of him looking kind of gaunt and you know, big mm-hmm. back in his eyes, but he's that's just him. Mm. So but yeah, I mean, as as I mentioned, it is it's obviously about to impact me in in the sense of you know client work going away, or better yet, having to find additional resources to cover that income. So mm-hmm. I'd originally started off doing a lot of stuff or offering services on what was Elance, but is now Upwork. Um, so I'm like, I'm sure some there'll be people turning to basically you know distance um, type of thing this might be a big boon for you i hope i mean i hope yes in the income but it's not the thing is i'm not trying to get more clients i don't want more clients i don't want any clients but you know i have to want the money yeah we have to get the bills paid you know so i keep telling my husband that he needs to win the lottery and today he's like well you need to start playing the lottery and i was like i don't know about all that but i just i don't know and i I like how his reaction to you saying he needs to bring more money in is mm -hmm. you need to bring more money in (laughs) well i don't think he meant it in that way necessarily (laughs) but you know yeah it's 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 interesting um, because again I know that it's going to impact everyone's um, industry. No matter you know, even if you think it's something rather remote, when you think about how different things feed into the various industries and systems, it's going to be a domino effect of sorts. I mean, you look at hospitality and air travel already getting the biggest immediate hits. 
Um, You know, my parents were supposed to be going to England in April. They canceled that trip. Um, It's, it's, it's been really weird. I will say um, I'm trying to not let it overwhelm me because I'm kind of like, you know, there isn't anything I can do about it immediately. I just have to kind of go with it as it is until it doesn't go anymore kind of thing. But I know that there are people who are like refinancing their houses and, you know, it's just, it's, it's a lot. (laughs) So, so I don't know. You know, I'm like, and if my income, I was telling my client who was calling me frantic today because she was stressed out. I said, you know, I would like to believe that as this continues to further roll out, um, the other industries will kind of fall in line with what some of like even the hospitality and air travel industries are doing where they're basically giving you a pass, you know, like to say, okay, we know this is a global thing, so we're not going to fuck you (laughs) and say, well, you know, you know, that you can't get your money back on stuff. They're like, oh, you can move the date, that kind of thing. I'm hoping that if, when it comes down to it, as these bigger industries close down or, you know, put themselves on hold, that companies such as like the, well, industries like the credit card industry or even with the home mortgages and stuff will also kind of follow suit to say, look, we know that the world is falling apart. um, And so we can, you know, we're going to extend to you, blah, 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 courtesy or whatever. Um, But I also know, you know, these companies aren't, are, are not nonprofit. So, (laughs) so I mean, there's, but only so far they'll go with, with giving any kind of um, reprieve for people. I do wonder, you know, in like the middle ages, Mm -hmm. when the black death was slowly creeping across Europe, you know, were there people kind of, you know, making fun of it and doing like, you know, funny memes, wood carvings and stuff Mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, just say, ah, it's nothing, you know. I'm sure they were. I think it's It's just like it, (laughs) what? Have you seen how many people die of dysentery? This is nothing. Uh, well, I th- I think that maybe there is kind of some of that that's happening now where people are, you know, people are still, we're still at a point where we can kind of joke about it. Yeah. And then, you know, as it gets worse, then, you know, I mean, yeah, you can joke about it, but it, I don't know. Um, I know that, well, my one of my clients was saying a family member who works in the, pretty high up in the healthcare industry um, was saying that they strongly believe that the U S is under reporting the cases. Oh, yeah. It, well, it um, bothers me that, you know, we found out that the white house has um, been classifying data since January. They've been having meetings at the white house about this. Oh, and, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and they had it as classified information, which is so, you know, that's why hardly any info is coming out from the, the white house. Except whatever Trump, you know. <laughs> and yeah, I don't, I don't take anything he says as any kind of fact. So, yeah. well, I mean, I, and I'm not good. I'm, I'm not, I'm not upset that it was initially classified, just because I mean that's just kind of how things work. <laughs> you don't want mass hysteria, but um, I don't. I, yeah, I just, I just don't know. I mean, I'm doing everything I can to just like stay home. not do anything so you know going to the movies on tuesday was the last time i think i'll be going to the movies for quite some time simply because you know you don't want to expose yourself or put yourself in a position where you'll expose yourself um 
with there being no, you know, quote unquote, cure remedy. Um, so I'm staying. I'm going to the movies on Saturday. Of course you are. I'm, I mean, it's not like I'm not concerned, but at the same time, you know, um, unless it becomes even more deadly. I mean, it's basically like the flu and mm-hmm. fairly healthy. Um, so even if I got it, I'm not going to drop dead. Um, yeah, you would. You're in that, that like category of not quite so healthy that I, well, no, you have more of a resistance cause you're on kids all the time. So I was yeah. about to ask, what are, what are you trying to say? Yeah, you're, well, I mean, I'm, I'm in one of those high risk categories, you no, know, see you, I'm surprised you haven't already called it. I know. Seriously. Maybe I have it. You know, what's the incubation period on that thing? <laughs> I don't know. It's like up to 14 days. So, um, yeah, I mean, maybe I do. Five. Yeah. So I've been, uh, you know, working on my novel. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to finish that before the world ends. Okay. And I'm close, close to 25,000 words on it, which considering I really only started last month is uh, a big, you know, banner showing so far. Um, but yeah, things are going really well with it. It's, it's breezing along. Um, and I've decided that I wanted to, um, years ago, almost 20 years ago, which is scary. Mm-hmm. I used to, uh, you know, I've, I've always loved role-playing games, but there was this one, it was a DC universe game from West End games. And I really liked it. And I had a big website for it and stuff. And, and I haven't updated it in like uh, 17 years. Um, but it's still out there. It still gets, yeah, hit. yeah, it is. So I reached out to this company to see if they would help me try to like you know migrate it um over and you know maybe we could spiff it up because it looks like something designed in 1999 right right um and you know the first thing you know first of all they never replied to my email that is you are so evil and mm-hmm. and when i tr- attempted to reach out to contact them you know they were basically like you know i'm not talking to anybody today oh my gosh i was like well, okay all right so it's been two days since then mm-hmm. that reached out to me um well, i'm so, pretty sure they contacted you to let you know you let you know what was what that they would get back to you but okay I i'm see. pretty i'm pretty sure they just said nope not talking to anybody today <laughs> no there was more in that message so don't even try and perpetrate there's more and you I mean, said I, that it's like oh it's not any big rush or whatever so mm-hmm, okay wait, I, I, i'm going back and look yeah yes please do because i was like don't even make that stuff up i was not i didn't just completely blow you off uh, it says right here i sent an email to dashing assistance mm-hmm. i had to tell you because you know you hadn't replied i looked at it a few minutes ago i'll get back to you tomorrow i'm shutting out the world today right because i was that was what monday yeah i said no rush right because i don't want to rush you right You're right in a in a mood right so uh so tomorrow from that point would have been tuesday yeah but you said no rush (laughs) so i took the last thing you said as we'll get back to it we don't need to anyway don't (laughs) don't even i'm just saying you know i mean you know trying to Mm -hmm. business Mm -hmm. you know okay you just said you don't want the business no, that is not what I'm saying. I certainly need the money, but um, <laughs> but no, I will I will get back to it because I mean, fortunately in your case, yours is mostly text driven, so it's like you know if you needed something snazzier than the content itself, 
Yeah. Then I'd be like, oh, I need to refer you to somebody else because I don't actively do website stuff anymore outside of basic stuff. And mm-hmm. I mean, the website as it is, is relatively basic, just needing to be refreshed. And I mean, you can add more stuff to it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, what is it that inspired you to think back on that? You had said um, you'd gotten an invitation to, to play or something with. Oh, no, that was something completely different. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, one, partly it's just been, um, you know, I, I've had no new books to read. So I'm reading like lots of old books. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just insane to me. Yeah. So I reread several old uh, role-playing game books. And um, and they reminded me of how much I used to like the DC game, you know. And So, so you were like reading the like, the actual the like manuals. players? Got, really? Yeah. Jesus, you really have nothing to read. Okay. I, I mean, I like reading those things. But anyway. I know, still. Yeah. So um, I've been reading that. And so that's got me kind of interested in it again. And so I went and looked. And of course, my website's still up, you know. And um, yeah. So, it, like, where is it hosted and stuff for it to so still be up? That's, that's my old um, Windstream um, site. Holy crap. Uh, they never I shut even, it down. You don't no, have I don't even remember the old um, login for it. Uh, it's insane but it's still there matter of fact i went and looked at some of the other um subdomains on it and uh, you know a lot of my old fan fiction is still up and um, that is yeah i checked a couple of the links just to see but yeah. you know it that is insane to me i i yeah, wow for, you know 17 years or so without me a- a- updating it well, we'll so. keep talking around it what is the the url for people to check it out to see the 1990s version of oh, the site hell. Uh, hold on. I know it was like Eric dot Decia something. Yeah, it was Eric dash something. <laughs> and Eric with an A, not an E. All right, it's Eric dash Decia dot com slash DCU. So you own that domain, I'm assuming. Yeah, I still pay for it, I guess. Okay, because I was about to say, if you didn't, then yeah. that would be even weirder. But And, of course, you know, I do everything through WordPress now. And right. And I have over there. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, we can I'm serving it. the gaming community since February 2000. <laughs> so, it's, see, it's our 20th anniversary. Yep. So, yeah, that's what, that, that's what prompts you to, oh, yeah, I should probably um, update this. As a matter of fact, the game has been out of print uh, for about, um, let me look here. <laughs> I mean, they don't even make the game anymore. Um, so I'm actually wondering if I could just actually post stuff from the books now. But uh, it looks like it has been uh, completely obsolete since 2003. Wow. That's when they stopped making the game. That is, that is pretty insane. So the game is, you know, 17 years since. Matter of fact, there've been uh, there's been one entirely different DC role-playing game since then. Um, but yeah, I, so it, I like, noticed that the the counter wasn't wasn't visible or working. Is that still? Are you still getting stats on people actually hitting the site? Um, so the way I know people are still visiting it is every now and then I will get an email. Mm-hmm. Um, the last one I got was maybe like seven or eight months ago um, from somebody saying, you know, hey, are you ever going to update the page again? <laughs> and which I always think it's funny considering the last update was on April 9th, 2009. Oh, wow. And um, so I, I started to say, well, at that time I said, well, there's no plans to. 
but like, so I mean, how would you update it at this point? I mean, if the game's well, been out of print so long, is it that you're just giving suggestions on scenarios or something? Or? Um, so yeah, what what I used to do was I would post write-ups for characters that hadn't been covered by the game. Oh, okay, okay. Newer characters or characters who had changed, um, that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. So like Harley Quinn, I don't think had a write-up for the old game, right? But mm -hmm. obviously now I would write her up. Right, know? right. Um, things like that. Um, and back in the old days, back when it was, you know, really jumping, I mean, other people would send me write-ups and they would send me, you know, variant rules and, you know, things they did in their campaigns. Um, but, you know, I don't expect that to happen because, I mean, how many people? I just think, you know, it's the only, it's the only DCU site I think left. Oh, wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> that is huge. Okay. Yeah. So I, just, I figured if I moved it over to the WordPress site, then I could every now and then update it. Yeah. And it'd be a lot easier for you to update most definitely. Well, yes, yeah, I don't even know how to log into this anymore. Yeah, we can, we'll fix that. And especially now that I know for sure you own, you still own the domain, we can go in there and, and update the DNS to point it in the right direction. So okay. once we've changed it, the other one will go away. And if people, when people hit that URL, they'll, they'll get to the updated site. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. So yes. Even the company that made the game, mm -hmm. Best End Games, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> Wow. They went bankrupt. Surprise, surprise. Well, they used to be a cool a company. They made the Star Wars role-playing game in the 90s, which was the greatest role-playing game ever made. Mm -hmm. um, I loved the system. They had a Ghostbusters role-playing game that was really good. Um, they had several different things. And then um, around the time that they put out the DC game, they were bought by somebody. Oh, okay. And I don't think he knew what the hell he was doing. And... Um, but, but way back then, I mean, like the guys who, or the, there was a man and a woman, Fred Jant and Nikolai Virtus, who made the game. Mm -hmm. And Nicola, I mean, she wrote me several times. She gave me, um, you know, she sent me like a free extra copy of the, the game book, which I remember. Oh, wow. Still, and she signed it. And then um, after the game went off, if you look on the write-ups page for DC, there's several PDFs there. Um, several people who are writing for the game system when it was canceled, um, just sent me, you know, the stuff they were working on at the time. Oh, wow. That's, that's really cool. So, I mean, at the time, you know, I, I, I was kind of big in some sort. You know, you have your moments. You yeah. Right. But yeah, I do think it's, so it was attached to a, a Google, or, or what is this, Yahoo Groups? There was, you had a discussion yeah. board or something. Yeah, and, there was, yeah. And it's like, when you look at it, it was like the, the, the text is in Comic Sans or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. That's what oh I'm saying. I'd like, to, I'd like to spiff it up a little. Just a little bit. Just a little. Yeah, just a little. And, you know, and I, at the time, I thought that DC wallpaper was awesome. Yeah, now it's like, oh, my God, when will this stop? It's like yeah, it's, your eyes it's, can't take a break. Yes, it's a little busy. <laughs> just a little. Again, for everyone, it's Eric or A-R-I-C dash D-A-C-I-A dot com slash D-C-U. And yes. so, you know, look at it while it's still there as far as the um, old version. Um, and, okay, so if you just, so you, on the top level domain, you have it redirecting to your current website. So, so I, 
yeah so i took out <laughs> took out the dcu i wanted to see what it was what it was gonna do and yeah it, t- it takes you to um your current very, website okay your very restart like that was ever a thing so anyway i did that i was gonna do a dot com mm-hmm. and david who we used to work with yes dot com you want a dot net dot com is like a joke he said, serious people have .net. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. It's so serious that nobody uses it. But okay. I, just did, I just did what he said. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. I love it. I have the little balloons. Yes. Let me make this the largest and most successful DCU RPG site on the web. That's so funny. <laughs> and that's what I was saying with the counter. It's like, it's too bad. I can't. It doesn't, you know, that part is broken at this point. But yeah. Um. Yeah, so we'll get it moved over and stuff. And so, like, do you is BarryReese.com actually available, or does somebody else own it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was just curious. We've like totally gone off book at this point. Uh, BarryReese.com routes to the law office of Barry Reese, which is in Mississauga. Mississauga. Is that in Canada or something? There you go, Mississauga. Ontario. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. See, I, <laughs> I know my there's, Canadian stuff. a lot stuff. of Barry Reese's. Yes. Yes. It's so weird to see it. I'm on the website now, and it's that's. Hmm. You know, there's a rapper, Cassie. Yes. Yes, yeah. I remember you'd said that. There's like a basketball coach, like a high school basketball coach. There's a lot of Barry Reese's. It is really weird. I I've never met another Barry Reese, but they're out there. Well, that and, you know, what makes you even rarer is that you have no middle name, which I think is so weird. Yeah. Yeah, I was signing something yesterday, and there's a place for middle name, and I said, I don't have a middle name. Yeah, it's weird to me. Because, I mean, granted, the middle name is optional in most things, but it still but feels like you're missing something to me. You know what they said name. to me? Do you know what they said to me? What? They said, well, you know, some people have like five or six names. so they Don't even. No. And, and you know who I thought of? Me. LaToya, Moesha, Nicole, <laughs> Sanchez, <laughs> Davidson. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Yes, I do have, um, I do have five names and four of them are hyphenated. So, yeah. <laughs> Wait, four of them are hyphenated? Well, I mean, yeah, because my middle names are hyphenated and my last names are hyphenated. So, yeah, they're hyphenated. Wow. (laughs) The only one that truly stands on its own is my first name. (laughs) Which you insist on capitalizing a letter in the middle of. Whatever. That is the way it is. Again, am I a little T, LaToya? Do I come off as a little T? No. I'm a big T. Yeah. So, anyway, so I'm, I'm still cooking, quote unquote air quotes uh, um and that's going well enough uh I, as long as it's so i'm starting to figure out the types of meals to get um because right. i like when it's oven ready so you just basically put all the ingredients together in the the pan that they send you with each meal and you just mix them in and you put them in to the oven and you know sometimes you may need to add something here and there but I mean, it's, it's, it's perfect for me. I'm like, I wish I knew about this earlier. And I wish I knew about this certainly before the coronavirus and me having to now think, all right, am I going to have to cut back on doing that? Because I'm like, otherwise, how am I going to eat? I don't know. Mm. But I mean, I am enjoying it. 
um, it, it is, it does make me feel a little, you know, like a housewife when I do go into the kitchen and use the kitchen. <laughs> All right. And I don't, I don't mean to insult you in any way, okay. but I mean, it, explain to me exactly how, how you're cooking though. Cause it looks, the things I've seen, it looks like, you know, you're just like microwaving stuff. Well, um, so in one case, when it's a grill ready one, I actually have to do it on the stovetop and actually cook it. So like I had to cook steak on the stovetop because I didn't have a grill. Okay. They give you All the right. option, you know, they, so they're like your rainy day option for if you, you know, have a grill ready recipe and can't grill. Um, so that those require more actual cooking. Cause like I had to cook the steak. There was some other stuff that I had to cook in, in a saucepan as well. And I'm realizing I don't really like those at all because that's more steps than I really need. I don't need to be putting anything on the stovetop um, that I actually have to actively do something with. So <laughs> these are just, you, put, you take them out and you put them into the pan and you set it to cook for a certain amount of time, blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's like doing it in the microwave, but there's a couple extra steps where you actually do have to, you know, get the food out and prep it and then plate it. And, you know, so that part of it is like, yeah, that's cool. But yes, it's not as invasive as actually doing a whole bunch of like cooking. Cause when I had to do that one meal where I had to do it on the stove top, I was like, yeah, this, no. Because it creates so much more mess. I'm like, I don't have to clean up all this stupid stuff with everything else. You essentially just prepare everything in the tin. And the tin you toss in the end anyway. So there's not a lot of mess, a lot of cleanup, none of that. But when you actually have to do the stovetop stuff, I'm like, Because then, you know, I'm like, I got to put the pot to, you know, the pot or the pan to soak for a while. And I, I'm, I just, I don't have that kind of patience in the kitchen. So. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that sounds like I would, I would count that as cooking. But you, I mean, it's like so easy that you could do it. I know you love just popping stuff in the microwave or the oven. I mean, yeah. it, part of it makes you feel like you're actually cooking something. And yeah. so I'm like, you know, I kind of get that little feeling and I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm doing something. And, you know. That's so. well, like, you know, T'Challa's favorite meal is um, tortellini and alfredo sauce. Mm-hmm. So I buy the tortellini and I boil it. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I, you know, I, I strain out the water and then I, you know, dump in the sauce and I mix it up and then I give it to him, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that kind of makes me feel a little like cooking. I'm like doing stuff, <laughs> multiple, multiple steps. Exactly, know. exactly. Yeah, yeah you know. we're, we're, um, this is the 21st century version of cooking because I ain't got time to do all that crap in the kitchen. My mom loves, like, she's, if she could have, if her profession could just be housewife, that would be her perfect profession because she yeah. loves cleaning. She loves doing the, you know, cooking stuff and all that. And I'm like, yeah, no, none of that sounds appealing to me at all. Well, see, the other day I, I had something cooking in the oven and then the side I wanted, I had to make in the microwave. And <laughs> I didn't feel like I was cooking then, you know. Oh my I gosh. Like, I had multiple plates going. I had, you know, I was had like a timer, you know, the microwave stuff. So it'd be like cold by the time, you know, that kind of thing. So it was like, oh, five minutes before the, the oven's done. Now it's time to do the microwave, you know. And uh, it was it was like Julia Child. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was just like that. Yeah. And it turned out it was delish. 
Okay. Well, I'm glad it, it was good and stuff. So, so yeah, so, I don't want to have to give it up. Um, you know, with the coronavirus stuff, I'm hoping that I can still do the, the home chef stuff. There was something on your, uh, your list of things to talk about that shocked me. What's that? Uh, so Jackie Gleason coming out of retirement, I thought he <laughs> was dead. I mean, he'd have to be like 120. Whatever, you know that's not who I was talking about. So the character or the person who plays Joffrey in Game of Thrones is apparently returning to acting after six-year TV retirement. I'm like, can you really count that as a retirement? I mean, if you take a that's pause. That's a long time. But I mean, if you take a pause... That's not really retiring. You're on a break. And retirement yeah. would, to me, imply something much longer. Like, the intention is once you've finished that, you're not going to yeah. do anything afterwards. Yeah, that um, is true. I mean, I would have, I would have said six years. Six hiatus years. or something. Something, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he started acting, acting when he was eight, and he's now 27. So, you know, okay. But, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I don't know if – I certainly don't feel like there's this demand to, to see him in something else. I mean, he was great as Joffrey, but I don't think yeah. I could ever see him as anybody else. Yeah, I mean, he does that character so well. I'm like, Yeah, I mean, he, you, just, you just wanted to punch that little snot. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, you know, I'm like, I don't know if I could buy him as a good character, you know, like yeah. someone who's playing a good person. Like, no, no. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of curious about what he's doing only in the sense that Simon Pegg is also attached to the next project that he's, he's supposed to be working on. Um, it's a, some show. Um, though I, I like Simon Pegg. That's more, more of a draw for me than it is to see him. Um, yeah. So I may end up seeing it because I do, of course, love most things that are British. And, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. That was your opportunity to like move into something else because you clearly are jumping around on the guide. So we well, both we, saw we both Onward. Saw Onward. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I saw I, it first. <laughs> yes, you did. You did see it first. I saw it first and then told you to go see it. Yes. So I, um, so I wouldn't say it's like on the same level as Toy Story for me. Um, it's a good movie, and you are correct, though, that, like, if you allow yourself to kind of think about it afterwards, as, it, as all that information starts to kind of settle in your brain, it's like, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good movie. It's definitely worth watching. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, I, 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 um, I thought for sure, because you had said you almost cheered up, and I was like, oh, please, he's just a pussy. I so I was, you, yes, you did. You said you got close at the end. And I was like, okay, whatever. So there was that initial. No, sound. no, I told you there were there were little girls in there. Whatever. Oh. Yeah, you're probably talking about yourself. So no. <laughs> anyway, so I, there was the initial sad part. And I was like, all right, I, you know, I was like, oh, please, this is nothing. And then the really, really sad part, and I was like having to play it off, like, oh, I have something in my eye or something. But I did tear up at the end. Um, now, did you tear up at the part where the older brother is with the person? Or when the younger brother realized how much the older brother meant to him? Um, it was when he was with the person. Like, when he realized about his brother, I was like, oh, that's so touching. That's so sweet. But, yeah, the actual seeing that person come and vanish. And so it just, oh, yeah, that that tore me up. Because it's like he'd worked so hard to get to that point. 
and it didn't happen, you know, and yeah, so, but I mean, it's, it's like, it is sad, so if you're going to go see it, expect for there to, it to be kind of sad, but it's, as a whole, I think it's certainly uplifting, and it's exciting, and as I was watching it, um, you know, obviously, the, there's a lot, it's very heavy on the role-playing aspects, yeah. and so as I was watching it, I just, in my head, was reminded of you saying how you think that that um wizards are like wussy and you hate playing them i'm like i always play a wizard <laughs> or something you know some magical creature but it, it was fun to watch and i mean if you are fans of tom holland who of course is the current spider-man and chris pratt who is well i mean most notably in um guardians of the galaxy uh it you know their voices you pick up on quickly enough um tom holland does not he's slightly spider-man-y in his in um in his voice but he does change it up a little bit um you know he is from across the pond but it is not the exact same you know like he doesn't use the same inflections and stuff as he would as spider-man um with this movie so onward i think is what still the number one movie in the world presently yeah i think so which I guess is not really hard to do since um, not many people, I assume, not a lot of people are going out to see movies. But then again, I don't think there's really much of anything out that's like, oh my God, I got to go see it. So I mean, I, I liked it a lot. It, it strikes me as something that I think I'm going to enjoy rewatching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's one of those that I think, you know, after I rewatch it three, four times, maybe it'll be higher up on my list. Yeah. The, uh, I, I do think that you you continue to take my words out of uh, context, uh, out of context, or, or actually just <laughs> twisting. I never said that I thought that wizards were wussy. Whatever. I hated playing wizards. Okay, same thing. I said that <laughs> magic stuff was just like too much. I just didn't like it. So I never said they were wusses. I just said I don't enjoy playing them. Again, same thing. Why are it's not we the same? Thing. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I like playing um, magic char- characters. Um, I in the current com- campaign that we play with with my brother and um, some of my family members, I am of course a wizard in this one, and I do think like he he's like my brother can like throw down as far as role playing because he also plays with another group, and it's all like I mean he's been doing it for years and years and years, and I I was exposed to role playing or uh, tabletop anyway and I guess LARP with my first husband and I didn't, you know, I kind of like went and watched and kind of maybe played a couple of times, you know, but nothing major. Um, so I still feel like I don't know enough. Um, so he tends to be easier on us. My brother is because he's the DM or GM, whichever you want to call it. And so there are things that he allows <laughs> that I'm like, you know, I, even in me going back and reading some of the stuff, it's like, oh, well, it's a good thing he's not, you know, catching me on this or whatever. Um, yeah. You know, so like, for example, he basically says all the stuff that requires you to have like, you know, oh, you need a rock or some sort of element. We'll just pretend that you just always have that supply, you know, kind of huh. thing. So he doesn't okay. make it be, you know, he's not like, well, when we stopped at the store the last time, you did not buy these supplies. Certain things he will be, you know, cool about. Um, but I would, I think it's because two were playing it kind of leisurely. Um, if it was more, um, 
I guess, strict or true to, <laughs> to um, what it's supposed to be, it wouldn't be as much fun well, for us. So. I mean, yeah, to me, what it's, what I always love about, you know, any role-playing game, and I, I was reading this in the DC one night last night, you know, which it says basically, you know, throw out any rules you don't like or aren't fun for your group or whatever, you know. And because um, to me, what the rules are supposed to be is just a guideline for you guys to have fun. Right, right. And, it, and there's two types of groups I've always seen. There's the group that thinks it is fun for everything to be deathly dangerous. Right. And, you know, oh, well, well, what is it really like if we were facing, you know, a horde of, you know, dragons? And right. Whatever. And like, and you can't cast this because you didn't have the requisite right. blah, 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 you know. <laughs> there's those kind of groups. And then there's the groups that's more about the story. Yeah. And they're like, you know, because I've game mastered so many things and, and I've always been of the opinion that like, you know, if you want to do something and it's really cool and it will really make for a good, you know, moment, I'll let you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? My brother's um, like that. Yeah. Because that's, that's fun. That's going to be stuff you'll remember and stuff that, you know, you're making a story together. Oh yeah, absolutely. He does that a lot with um, my my nephew uh, white chocolates character because he always does crazy stuff and he always plays crazy characters that kind of just like you know throws caution to the wind and it's like oh there's this mysterious oh let's go and touch it or let's go <laughs> so um he often ends up with some really cool scenarios you know like the the final death scene of a character or whatever then they get to amp it up and yeah like you said it is fun those are the things that make it memorable is yeah. is you know maybe kind of playing your own flavor of it than getting too caught up in the nuances of you know the rules <laughs> yeah yeah to me the 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 rolling the dice is mainly fun just to add that element of chance to it you know yeah i don't but you know i told you i don't actually roll dice anymore Myself yeah. and my brother, I mean, myself and my nephew, we do it on our phones because we have the apps and I loaded all my characters, traits and all that stuff into the app so I can just roll there. Um, whereas uh, Gwen and my and Kay, they they still roll. And my brother, of course, does still, he has like a, like a ton of die. So they roll, but, you know, the I guess the sort of millennials in the group are like, yeah, no, we're going to, you know be cool yeah, i like the i like the clink of the dice i like the feel of them in my hand sometimes i've bought dice just because they're cool you know um, but i will say there's a different feeling certainly when you're clicking it to roll on your your phone versus physically feeling the tactile die and throwing it down and i don't know i'm like i feel like maybe it's a more controlled roll if i do it on the app because with uh gwen she has like catastrophic rolls sometimes and it's like <laughs> You know, I'm like, oh, man, it's because you roll, you know, so, you know, there's that whole, like, oh, my gosh, no, this, this dice has, you know, it has bad juju. I've got to do another one. <laughs> I was now, like, no, always, the app, it's just, you know, what it is. I've always rolled really, really well. And, uh, you know, so I guess maybe I should go, like, play craps or something. But Probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, people would always get mad because, you know, we used to play the D6 system more than anything. Mm -hmm. um, you just use regular, you know, 6 right. And, um, you know, if you roll a six, that you got to roll again, right? And um, so, yeah, sometimes I'd be rolling for damage, and I'd roll, like, five sixes in a row. And, oh, my you know, gosh. And people would be like, ah, shit, you know, and all this stuff, you know. But, yeah, I just can't help it. Mm -hmm. But they'd all be rolling ones and stuff, which is a pretty <laughs> failure, you know. 
Well, do you think with the coronavirus as it is now and with it probably getting worse, that we'll start to see a lot more activity online and maybe some of the things that people didn't wasn't as mainstream may become a bit more like even with so my brother when he plays his other um role playing he does it online with you know other people or whatever but do you think that there'll be more of a a shift to those kinds of things maybe um i've you know i've had so many people invite me to do like the online role playing stuff and i just never have yeah he does he's been doing it for years and he he enjoys it yeah well, and, you know, T'Challa, he does a bunch of, like, role-playing stuff on Discord. On uh, what? Discord is well, – all the kids use Discord. Dude. Okay, yeah. See, I would not know what It's a chat is. service. Mm-hmm. Anyway, really? Um, I have yeah. literally never heard of it. All the, all the kids use Discord. Okay, that, was, that used to be the case with, like, Snapchat and stuff, right? Well, they still use Snapchat. But, no, Discord is, like – it's a cross between a chat – service and a message board because you can like you can like pin things and they'll stay there mm-hmm. in like if there's like a thread where people are talking back and forth and you can have like um like sections i mean it, it looks almost like an old message board um except yeah i'm it, looking i did i literally just googled discord it is the first thing that pops up yeah. <laughs> and yeah i was looking at some of the images and i do see yeah huh he does. He does so many things on it. He has it. He, Looks I mean, like Slack. Anyway, sorry. I, yeah, I never use Slack, but he's. Con- I don't use it either. I just know what it is. <laughs> yeah, he's constantly getting like you know pings and stuff. Oh my gosh. So yeah. Yeah, it's been around. Its initial release was in 2015. Yeah, so it's old. I mean, yeah, I sure. I mean, I, hey, you know, all these kids are like that's been around forever. I know forever is such a short period of time for them. Cause I'm like, for me, I'm like, I feel like kind of the old person on the block when it comes to Google and, and stuff like Gmail and stuff, because I mean, I was on Google or used Gmail bef- when it was still in beta, like before it was even available to the public, I've been using that system. And I can remember distinctly with the case of like Google docs and stuff, how it has transitioned over the years. Cause I remember at first I was, people were so excited about it because you know you could do collaborative um document editing and all that stuff but it was it didn't have a lot of the functionality that word has so Mm -hmm. if you wanted to get any super cool stuff you may as well just go back and use word now i'm like i have word i have off microsoft office on my computer just because it's one of those legacy softwares that's like you know i still need to have it because certain parts certain people in (laughs) out there still are are old school in that way but no if i have to do anything i'm jumping on google docs or google sheets or all my stuff that um that i use is going to be google based i mean i remember early early on wanting to move straight to the cloud from when we were you know back at the library and stuff when it was really the advent of this kind of thing i was so like yeah i don't want to have to have anything stored locally. I want it to just live anywhere, you know, somewhere I can act, even though I use the same computer, I don't go anywhere. I'm very much a hermit. It's, I like the idea of it being that portable, that my data goes with me anywhere I go. So um, I'm still very much a Google nerd and I've, I've been intending to do my Google cloud certification. Um, It was a goal from last year and I haven't done it. 
it, the test is like $75 and um, yeah. But I'm, I, I want to do it because I, I, you know, considering how long I've used the system, um, I think that it would be kind of cool to be able to say that I have that, um, you know, that certification. <laughs> the University System of Georgia mm -hmm. just announced that they are shutting down for two weeks beginning March 16th. They're going to suspend instruction for two weeks to allow time. Uh, for USG institutions to test their continuity plans and online instruction modules. Wow. Students who are currently on spring break are strongly encouraged not to return to campus. <laughs> students on campus are asked to depart campus by the close of business day, Friday, March 13th. Wow. Away until March 29th. That's insane. That is really insane. What about, but I mean, for some people, them leaving or not living on campus isn't really a realistic option. Because if you're coming from, if you're an international student, mm -hmm. it's not like you can hop on a plane and go back necessarily because they could, you know, where they are could be very much a part of the travel ban. So, yeah. so I would assume that they're making some concessions for people who are in those types of situations. Yeah, I would assume. But that that's just so weird. That is just insane. I mean, yeah. do you think that they're that it people are overreacting as a whole or um I don't know. I mean, I think that you know, some people are like, you know, oh, well, you know, so many more people just die from the regular flu and stuff, but I mean, this is pretty highly infectious and there's no vaccine for it you know italy the other day said they had like 800 and some people die in 24 hours i thought it was 200 and something you uh, 800 800 something. i gotta look that up i don't believe if you if you would go to my facebook wall whatever you will see that i shared it i'm looking now from nbcnews.com mm -hmm. it's 200 deaths yes exactly see I know what I'm talking about. That's so when I, I no, mm -mm, don't even, don't even <laughs> try it. 200 in 24 hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean. Well, I watched something that said a video that was basically saying that you are still more likely to die of a stroke or anything else yeah. than you would of the coronavirus because yeah. you know in and I'll send you the video. It's 10 minutes long, although the 10 minutes go by quickly. Um, uh, that I, I think that it wouldn't be as much of an issue if we were better about preventative measures and that because I think a lot of this right now feels like they're kind of no one really knows there's no I mean there is a precedent for this but yet there isn't in this digital age um, that they're being overly cautious rather than not being you know the not and so they're they're doing things that maybe aren't necessary and that is going to impact in ways that they maybe don't even think about. But I mean, you know, you don't have to tell me twice to stay home. Yeah. I mean, I think the reason, you know, one of the reasons I'm not that worried about it is like I said, I mean, I think it's really the only the really old or the really young. Or <laughs> You're like the aspects of the population that could totally just go away, whatever. That's well, it's, fine. It's really people with already, you know, kind of compromised immune systems like you. Yes. And that's why I need to stay home. 
So, I mean, for somebody like me, I'm, I'm okay. Whatever. Like I said, you only build up your immunity because you worked at the public library and actually interfaced with the, the public. I was going to say, you worked there too. Yeah, but I was in my hole, wasn't I? I like being just by myself in the sauna. So, um, and then you work with kids. And so I would assume, oh, on that note, um, Reese, I just saw yesterday actually was that G Suite, who going back to Google, um, you know how they changed it to from Hangouts to like Hangouts Meet and anyway, I can never keep up with when they change the names of the different services. Well, before, if you paid for um, G Suite, you although you could use Hangouts and all that stuff because it's free, you were not able to record, and that's why a lot of people use like Zoom as an alternative. Well, now through July first, everyone who pays for G Suite, no matter what plan you're on we'll be able to use the recording feature and storing it in, in Google Drive and that kind of thing. And they're doing it, it I mean, of course, it's driven a lot by Google for Education, you know, because Google is very much intricate, an integral part of, um, of many a school system from, from elementary oh, yeah. all the way up to college. So Baldwin yeah, is all Google. All Google, yeah. So um so yeah, you guys would have already been used to that. People on the the education plan, I think enterprise for, for others um who use Google in their business and you know pay for it, they will get that at no additional cost until July first. And I mean I'm sure that, that that date could get pushed depending on what happens with the epidemic. Right. So I yeah. thought that was really cool that they would do yeah. that. Yeah, that is cool. Because I, I think too, what is it? Like, I think Kay was telling me how with the um, various sports leagues closing, Mark Cuban still plans to pay arena workers or something during this yeah. time where they're off. I'm like, you know, it's cool. I mean, obviously this person has a shit ton of money, so that's cool. But I like when they actually do something, you know. Yeah. What are you laughing about? I know, it just sounds funny. I like when they, you know, you actually do something. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like the greater good kind of things where it's like, yeah. you know, yeah, we have to close the close down your jobs, but, you know, for so many others, you would expect it to just be like, yeah, you're tough shit. We have, you know, we're not making money, so you're not going to get paid. It's nice when someone in the limelight like that and who is known for his business savvy is like, you know what, I know this is happening and I know that it's going to be impacting people at home. So I'm going to step up and do the right thing. Yeah. That is the right thing. Yeah. So I, I'm curious to see how, how many opportunities will be squandered as far as doing the right thing by the different industries. Like we talked about earlier with like credit cards or mortgages or whatever. I want them to do the right thing. Um, yeah. Because I, I think in the end, that kind of goodwill goes a long way. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, have you been watching anything on any of your streaming things? Oh, I've been watching a crap ton of stuff. So, <laughs> I, um, you know, I really, really enjoy doing, um, watching British period pieces. That's like my, my jam right there. And mm -hmm. so... I, when I run out of stuff to watch, I'll, you know, like, I'll Google it, you know, like top period pieces, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I was looking at one of the lists and it had suggested uh, a show called Medici. 
And granted that it's not British, I was like, well, you know. And it's, of course, regarding the Medici family, which was in the 1400s, so the 15th century. I'm usually not a fan of that time period, per se. Right. Um, but it's like, you know, I'll watch it because it had, um, oh, geez, two of the character, two of the people from Game of Thrones happened to be on that series. Um, what is it, Sean Bean or whatever, who played mm. Stark? And then the person who played Rob Stark is also on there. Um, but they actually are in two different seasons. So they, <laughs> they're in the same show, but never don't actually um, interact with each other. I, so I, I was like, I found it. And I was like, okay, okay I'll, I'll just watch it. So I hit play, not realizing that I guess maybe, you know, Netflix gets everything on a delay. So season two is new to Netflix, even though it just finished its third and last season. Well, I just right. hit play on it and it was like, cool. I didn't realize until one point I had to pause it to just go do something and came back, realizing that I, at that point I was on season two, episode three. I was like, how the hell? Because the way, well, with the way the season started and the way that it was written, it didn't, I didn't feel like I was out of the loop too right. much. And I was like, oh, you know, I'll figure this out or whatever. It's not. And so, yeah, I, I debated whether or not I was going to actually watch season one because mm -hmm. I was like, I already watched season two. I kind of know what happens in the first season for the most part, you know? Right. But I did in, in, in the end, because I'd finished all the episodes in season two, um, did start watching. I finished season one, episode one last night. And I was like, okay, I'll continue watching it. And because it's one of those that's on a delay, even though, so since there's another season of it, I'm starting to like, even with my Murdoch mysteries and stuff, I'm not all frantic about, oh my God, I need the next episode right now. I'll, you know, I'll binge watch as much as I can. And then as they come out as new episodes, I'm cool with that. You know, I'm like with uh, Murdoch Mysteries right now, they are doing it where it's like, I think it's a couple weeks behind what's showing on TV, which is better than it used to be because you, would, you wouldn't even be able to get like the last season. So because of my subscription to Acorn TV, I get to watch Murdoch um, on a delay. And that's cool because I'm keeping up with it on my app as well. And so I'm, like, I'm starting to branch out and watch a lot more things. So th just the fact that I watched the, the eight episodes of Medici in like two days, um, I'm sure there was a ton of other stuff that I watched. There was. There were a couple of like, f um, you know how the British are with their like four part series and all that. I watched a couple of those um, over the past couple of days. But I've been trying to... Um, just like I said, read more, and that's been working out. So, so yeah. But Are you still watching um, Doctor Who at all? No, not at all. Okay. I stopped at once Matt Smith's run was done. I stopped, so I didn't see any of the Peter Capaldi stuff, and I haven't seen any of the. Um, I forgot her name, the woman doctor. So. Yeah. Has it been good? Uh, well, yeah, I'm not watching it. Oh. <laughs> Why'd you ask? <laughs> So the most recent episode was like the season finale, and apparently it revealed all kinds of stuff about the Doctor's past, and uh, it's really, really pissed off a lot of people. Um, and I was just wondering if you had watched it, but I was looking at uh, – so it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I tried reading like a description, but I haven't watched it in like four or five years now. And um, But there, there was a bunch of things now that don't fit anymore. Oh, Lord. So, 
you know, because some things don't don't match up, you know. Well, I mean, does Russell Davies does he doesn't show he doesn't no. he's not the showrunner anymore, right? So no, he he left before Matt Smith, and then there was somebody else who was there, uh, and then he's gone now too. Oh, jeez, somebody else. But um, yeah, I love Davies stuff. Anything you know? I mean, he what did he also did? What's the other? Torchwood. Was it Torchwood? Yeah, and I've seen actually some other just kind of standalone stuff he's done. I like his stuff. Um, yeah. But no, I don't watch Doctor Who anymore. It, to me, it's almost like it, the show doesn't exist to me anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I lost interest during Matt Smith, and I skipped entirely the Peter Capaldi. I never watched a single. Yeah, I've seen a single was, episode of that. I was yeah, interested I in him. Well, I stuck around through the end of Matt Smith, and then I was yeah, like, I you know what, I can't, I, I couldn't go on after that for whatever reason. I was just burned out, and like it was bad enough having to deal with him after Tenant, and then it's like, okay, I'm watching you now, and then you're gonna leave, and it's gonna have to be another Doctor in such a short span of time. I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, and then, oh, I, you know, because I love David Tennant, I'll, I'll look on Netflix and that kind of stuff for anything that he's been in. So I've watched some some of his, like, the stuff that he did right after Doctor Who. and Because, um, yeah, I'll watch Tennant and anything. Although I don't watch, what is it, Gods and Demons or whatever that show he's actually in. Like Good Omens, right? Or whatever, whatever the hell it is. I don't watch it. <laughs> well, just because I'm like, you know, I'm not really trying to get into that subject matter. So. Yeah. But I will say that my I'm my feelings are very much like that of LeBron James. I'm not one to talk about LeBron James that much because I'm you know whatever. And so he had said recently that we need to cancel 2020 after you know a rough three months. That yeah, I, we've been through enough right now that we just need to cancel it. So he said, "quote Man, we canceling sports events, school." office work etc etc what we really need to cancel is 2020 damn it's been a rough three months god bless (laughs) and stay safe (laughs) but i feel that way it's like you know every year we always think that the next year is like filled with all this promise and oh things will be better than the last year i mean hell 2019 was shit and we just rolled into shit in 2020 it just everything since 2016 has been worse and worse well, I would say ever since 2014-ish, mid, yeah, early, mid-2014-ish. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, I, I was thinking, you know, as soon as Obama left office, it's all. Well, yeah, no, that is, yes, well, yes, in that regard, I was just talking about my, in my own life, but, right, right. but yes, I agree, um, yes, and what's sad is, <laughs> I don't know, I, I just don't understand it, you know, the few times I do leave the house and go out, you know, and I'll drive by, there's so many houses with people that have up like the, you know, Trump Pence thing or Trump 2020. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what world do you live in that I just, I can't, I can't. Kenrick today was trying to talk about some, some more Trump stuff. And I'm like, I, I said, can you please just stop? I'm like, I don't, there is nothing you can tell me at this point that he has done or not done that is going to surprise me. So, you know, it, I just, I, I have to divorce myself from the entire election stuff. Like, I already know, regardless of whichever Democratic candidate wins, um, in order to, you know, to get on the ballot, that's who I'm voting for. Because hell would have to freeze over 
and even be worse than that before I'd even consider voting for Trump. I would probably just not vote if that was the case. Yeah. So, ugh. but yeah, 2020 has been a shit kicker. And we're, we're, you know, nearing the end of Q1. I'm like, you know, please, maybe April will bring some relief or even, <laughs> even, even the summer. But it's been, a, it's been a rough 2020. I mean, have you felt that? Well, yeah, I mean, in some ways, some of the things you've told us on the air um, has, has basically said that 2020 has been rough for you as well. So. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I saw a great thing on um, Facebook where it was a picture of uh, Jean-Luc Picard and he was sitting there and he was like, you know, damage report. And, it, and underneath it, it said, you know, basically how uh, I wake up every day in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So true. So very true. Oh, my gosh. It's insane. But so I think um, outside of that, is there anything else we got to cover tonight? I don't think so. I got a lot of TV to. Oh, I, I, I'm seeing Bloodshot on Saturday. Um, What's that? Colin and I are going to go see it. It's based on a Valiant uh, comic book. Oh, okay, okay. A Valiant's been around since the '90s, and uh, yeah. it's from Diesel. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I remember you had mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not expecting it to be a huge film or anything. Um, but it's the first Valiant movie, and T'Challa and I are big Valiant fans. So. Well, I think I, I think it may surprise you in the end, maybe given given what's out there right now. It feels like there's really not much out. So yeah. I think something like that may actually have a really good chance of being bigger than it would have ordinarily been. So I, mean, I hope so. But at the same time, it's like a lot of people don't even know the movie's coming out. A lot of people say they haven't seen any, you know. Yeah, no, they've not really been. Because even, yeah, I, I've not seen any. I mean, granted, I haven't been to the movie theater in a while, but um, outside of this last trip. But there's not, yeah, I have not seen any any <laughs> trailers for yeah. it i'm looking at images on um on google and i'm like yeah i don't even nope didn't, i have not seen this yeah i mean they're they're out there the trailers but um it's like i've only seen them because i'm in a bunch of like valiant groups right right Every time the trailer drops you know they're like oh here it is you know and um but yeah i mean I, so i don't think a lot of people are aware of it no um, I mean, although right now it's showing that on IMDb, it's a 5.6 out of 10, 35% on Rotten Tomatoes, although um, 90% of Google users like it. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, yeah so, it doesn't look like a movie that's going to be like popular with critics. Certainly not. Um, well, I mean, those types of movies generally movie. aren't. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Guy Pierce is in it. Oh, that, uh, okay. That's cool. Hmm. I like Guy Pierce, actually. Oh, yeah. and the guy from um, Outlander, the main person in Outlander, um, Sam. I can't pronounce his last name because it's a, I think it's a Scottish last name or whatever. Hugh Outlander. You oh yeah yeah no it's a series based on the books by Diana Gabald. Gallagher. Oh yeah, my ex mother in law she loved those books. That is, I mean, but the 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 show is amazing. I've been watching it since the start, so. So, I mean, I know this is a Vin Diesel movie. Are you planning to see the next um, Fast and Furious movie? You know, I've only <laughs> ever seen the one. I saw the um, the Shaw and Hobbs. Yeah, and Shaw and Hobbs. Yeah, that was So you've never actually seen any of the original franchise? No. 
Wow. Yeah, I've only seen, I remember seeing one, the first one all the way through, but, and I've seen pieces of others. But yeah, I mean, number nine is coming out soon. So, yeah, like Derek Ferguson, um, he told me, oh, just skip to straight to like five. <laughs> Watch those forward. But that just seems weird. I mean, well, because if you skip to the five, um, don't you miss out on what's his name, the one who passed away? By then, he's not in them, is he? I don't know. Not, I don't know. I haven't seen them. I don't know who died. I know somebody died. No, um, I forgot. Hang on. I, I'm looking right now. Um, Paul Walker, his character. Okay. Um, I thought, like, I mean, he died in real life. So that's why I'm like, I thought he was dead. I thought, by he, the was, time. I thought he didn't die until like seven or something. Let me, I'm looking right now to see if. Uh oh. What? This keeps coming. Oh, geez. Do you uh -oh. like have, are you like connected to a Twitter thing that, because I mean, you know stuff faster than I could even get know stuff. Well, this is Mikkel Arteta. He's the, the manager for Arsenal. Okay. He, it, um positive for uh, COVID-19. Oh, jeez. says, uh, Arsenal just released a thing saying that he was feeling unwell, and they tested him. And it says, our uh, London Trading Center has been closed after head coach Mikel Arteta received a positive COVID-19 result this evening. Arsenal personnel who had recent close contact with Mikel will now self-isolate. I'm sure that's the whole damn team. Holy crap. Um, it says to be a significant number of people from the training facility, including the first team squad, the entire squad, and coaching staff, as well as people from our academy. Oh, wow. See, we're supposed to have a game on Saturday. It says right here, it is clear we will not be able to play fixtures on their currently scheduled dates. Exactly. We're now trying to trace any other people who may have recently and had close contact with them. That is insane. Um, so with Paul Walker, he was in the last one he was in was Furious Seven. It was a post it was the posthumous release. Okay. Um, it was his final film role ever. Um, but yeah, I've I've wanted to do kind of like with James Bond and stuff like that, to do like just a watching marathon, like a binge session. Mm -hmm. Um I've talked to Kay about it and, you know, we've talked about, oh yeah, we could do it with, you know, Fast and Furious movies or Bond or there's some other franchises or like the Mission Impossible series because I've not seen all of them. I've seen a couple of them. <laughs> so, so I'm like, those types of things would be kind of cool to just binge. Um, so I don't know. Um, it's continuing. New York City is now under a state of emergency and the state of Ohio is going to close all schools. Jeez. Wow. And see, like, here's the thing with some of these, um, with some occupations, there is no distance alternative. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's like, if you're a, co if you're a coach, when everything shuts down, there's nothing, you can't do anything. You can't coach the team because you're not, the team is not there. It's, it, it's weird. So it's yeah. going to be kind of a little lopsided for a while. So certain other industries that are, aren't as immediately impacted will get heavier in terms of like workload or whatever. And others will be kind of like in this place of limbo, it seems like. So it's, you know, and, and I'm guessing in these cases, um, they're getting paid for the time that they're going to have to be off, right? I would assume. You would think like within the contracts and stuff that it would be like, you know, regardless of 
although you know this is this an act of god <laughs> so you know yeah. I, I uh, yeah weird so i don't know i would think for at least a, a short period of time they would just go and pay you um and then it maybe becomes an issue if it lingers on right because i know that we had when you and i were still working at the library we made it a point to make sure that we saved up enough that we could pay like if something catastrophic happened that the staff would be paid for like three months that kind of thing right so i would like yeah i mean i would like to believe that there's this emergency or contingency planning um but yeah, I'm I'm like if it gets really detrimental and again I'm not stressing about it like I'm not losing sleep over it honestly. Um and I'm generally not thinking about it unless it's brought to my attention. But you know, if if it happens, it happens where you know, if I can't pay a certain bill, I guess I'm not going to be able to pay it. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it. So, you know, we might have to start doing like our pecking order of, okay, these are the bills that we can pay. And then these other ones we're not paying at all. If yeah. it gets to that point. So. Yeah. I'm hoping that they'll like put on hiatus, like student loan repayments, that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that's that, you know, six months from now, we can look back on this episode and just laugh. You know, and go, oh, I, I would hope, so, yeah, and so be like, crazy. "Oh, we'd made such a big deal out of nothing," kind of thing. Yeah, like in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So is that? I guess that's about it. <laughs> Our coronavirus episode. My corona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hope that uh, you uh, won't die. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Next episode. And you keep me posted, I guess, because you are the person I'm getting my news from because I'm yeah. not getting it otherwise. Um, so let me know if, you know, your school system closes itself down because, I mean, again, at least you guys have the option to teach from home. I just don't know if you guys have the infrastructure set up for that, do you? Um, we would probably have to come to the school and then the students could access it from home, you know? That's kind of lame. Yeah. I imagine we, the teachers, would have to go there. Hmm. All right. We will be back next week. In the meantime, Unless you're dead or I'm dead. True. Yeah. <laughs> uh, try not to shake hands and stay safe. Keep the same air or any of that kind of stuff. Definitely no. <laughs> Yay, we're done. <laughs>